0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 18 verses 1 through 13. Had a friend who was a worship leader named Ben, and he said we worship God for who he is and for what he has done. I agreed with that definition. Ben tragically died in a accident years ago is about my age. We weren't way close, but we were like-minded, loved the Lord, and I've always appreciated that definition. One of the things I love about this Bible overview is it's giving us a glimpse of who God is so we can worship him appropriately. And we're getting it straight from the book. We're, we're getting a glimpse of who God is according to what he himself says in his word. It's not through a third party. It's not through a preacher or a podcast or a church or a ministry. It's straight from Scripture. We're going to see some more of God's character attributes today in this text, and it's going to paint a more full view in our minds or remind us of who God truly is so that we can worship him for who he is and for what he has done. Let's look at chapter 18, verses 1 through 13. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord arise. And go to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was working at his wheel. And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled. In the potter's hand, he reworked it into another vessel, and it's as it seemed good to the potter to do. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, I cannot do with you, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel." If at any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will pluck up and break down and destroy it, and if that nation concerning which I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent of the disaster that I intended to do to it. And if at any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it, if it does evil in my sight, not listening to my voice, then I will relent of the good that I had intended to do it. Now, therefore, say to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Thus says the Lord, behold, I am shaping disaster against you and devising a plan against you. Return every one of you from his evil way and amend your ways and your deeds. But they say, this is vain. We will follow our own plans and we will, every one, act according to the stubbornness of his evil heart. Therefore, thus says the Lord, ask among the nations. Who has heard the like of this? The virgin Israel has done a very horrible thing. So here God, through Jeremiah, is using the object lesson of a potter and clay. And he's basically saying, I can do whatever I want with the house of Israel. If I intend to do it good, but it becomes evil, I can change the good that I was going to do to it and I can punish it. And if I intended to do evil, but it turned away from its evil and started to do good, I can change the punishment that I was intending. So therefore, because I'm God, I'm the potter, I can do whatever I want with the clay at any any time I want. I would recommend to you, God is saying through Jeremiah to the people of Judah, turn from your wicked ways. Because right now we're heading down a road where I'm devising disaster against you. But if you turn from your evil way and you amend your deeds, that can change what we know and what even Jeremiah knows in verse 12 is that the people aren't going to take that seriously. The die is cast. They're going to follow their own plans. They're going to follow their own heart. And we talked a few days ago about how that's not a good idea. So, This is a great attribute of God for us to wrap our minds around and to let it just sink deep into our hearts, our souls, into our bone marrow, and that is that God is like a potter, and we are like clay. The people of Israel are are like clay, we are like clay, and the potter can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, with this clay. That Paul writes about this in Romans 9 a little bit more. One of my favorite verses in Psalms... In the whole Bible, actually, is Psalm 115, verse 3. It says, our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. And some people would say, well, that sounds like an arrogant God. That sounds like a jerk. I'd never want to hang out with that kind of guy. But God being God, he would better do whatever he pleases. Otherwise, he's not God. That would be arrogant for you or I to say, I'm going to do whatever I please. Maybe... That would even sound a little sociopathic. I'll do whatever I want. But when it's God, it's not a sociopath. You need to have God, who is the creator of the universe, the ruler of everything. He's omnipotent. He can do anything. He's omniscient. He knows everything. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere all the time. And you got to have somebody like that, God, being able to do whatever he pleases. Because if he's unable to do whatever he pleases, then there's something lacking and he's not God. And so we need to be real comfortable with the idea that our God is like a potter and we are like clay. He owes us no explanation. He owes us no favor. We're not entitled to any good days. We're not entitled to salvation. Actually, we're entitled to destruction because of the sin that we're born into, because the sin that we commit in our words and our thoughts and our actions every day. That's what we're entitled to. And when we know that, When we know that this God is a potter who can do whatever he wants with us and owes us no explanation, and we are clay, we're totally at the mercy of whatever he's going to do with us, he can change his mind in the middle of what he intended to do, and he can relent based on what happened according to what this text says. When we understand that, it makes us feel very, very small, and it makes him very, very big, and that's a great place to be if you're going to truly worship God talked about pride and humility. That's the first step toward humility. And this big God is not to be contained. He's not to be understood. He's not to be rationalized, but he is to be stood in awe of. He's to be worshiped for who he is. And what is really amazing, which makes the worship. Exponentially explode is that this God who's in this huge, 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 huge position of authority and control and sovereignty over us who are just small, 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 small and insignificant. The fact that this God would go to such great lengths to send his perfect son, Jesus Christ, to live a sinless life and then die a death with the burden of sin on him, paying the penalty for our sin. And then rising again, all of that, so that anyone who would put their faith and trust in him could be redeemed, could have their sin forgiven, could be reconciled to their creator, to, could have that huge gap that we talked about yesterday, that huge chasm between us and God spanned through what Christ did. This is an amazing God. I can tell you that if I'm a potter, I don't treat clay the way that God treats us. I don't consider them mercifully mercifully or graciously, or with love and compassion the way that God has considered us and made it a priority to give us a path back to Him. This is an awesome God. He's a potter. We're clay, but He's a gracious potter, and that's good news. Amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry.